So today we're going to be talking about drama and what is it? Why do we have, why do we seem to be so predisposed to turning towards uh, drama and what is it? How does it uh, not help you? So we'll talk about that today on episode 22 of The Relaxed Mail. Welcome to Relaxed Mail, a podcast that helps men change their relationship with themselves. I am your host, Brian, and I am a men's life and mindset coach who is here to help you understand that you don't have to suffer at your own expense. You can live your dream, and I encourage you to set, then pursue your goals. So join me as I change the mindset and attitudes of men so that they can be the leaders of their families and their destinies. Hey man, hello and welcome to Relaxed Mail. All right, so talking drama today. <clears throat> now, drama, we're not talking about like acting and things like that. Uh, that's though that can show, um, that can have a, uh, a lot of the same elements in it. It's not, uh, quite what we're talking about. Uh, you know, you hear people, uh, talking about, you know, oh God, they're just, they got to have so much drama and it's always about drama, drama, drama. Well, we're talking more along that type of line, drama in other people's lives, but more specifically drama in your life. Gez, um, well, to start off with, let's look at what drama is. As a whole, drama is the extra unneeded emotion that is in you, that you produce in your life when be, due to a lack of detail is is the the root of it all and we create so much extra emotion and extra uh drama in our life when we get those little those stories about something but we don't have the whole story and so we start you know filling in all that bits in, uh, of detail with the worst possible uh, outcomes, the worst possible uh, scenarios that that are in our, that could possibly happen. So, when we're talking about emotion, uh, the uh, the the emotions of a of a story, and it's the story that we tell ourselves, story that we're telling uh, telling our friends. That's where, and all these extra emotions come from. A reptile part of the brain, that wonderful part of the brain, you know, that's supposed to be keeping us safe and comfortable. But at the same time, because it's trying to keep us safe, it creates so much extra stress and, and anxiety and all that in our mind. And so because of the fact that we are so, we tell our story, ourselves stories that are so emotionally charged that it just, you know, it's, it's drama in our today's life and our to- life today really isn't necessary, but we've got it always there. We have always got, you know, we're an emotional creature. So we've always got a, our stories are always going to have some level of emotion. Look at, uh, at, uh, movies and, and plays and things like that. We, would you ever go to a, a movie that was just about an average guy going about his average day and, Nothing really happened. 
No, no, that would be a completely boring movie and we wouldn't care to watch it. So we have to, we want to watch things blowing up and people having, uh, crises in our, in their lives. And, and we see all this and that triggers our, our brain. We find that to, to be more entertaining. So we have to have that drama in our life. And that's where drama and acting kind of play together because they, we have a, we have a need for uh in entertainment for uh for that dramatic flair uh look at uh well i mean reality television though i'm not a big fan of it boy they do love to pile in the uh the the drama and i've found myself more times than not being sucked into uh into a reality television show while at the same time looking down my nose at it though i'm sitting there making judgments and, and and all that getting wrapped up into that drama so we we are drawn to drama we are we respond to the to the drama that is that comes about in our in our life and from what we and from what we see so but another uh, a common example and this is closer to the type of drama that I'm actually wanting to talk about here is say your son just turned 16 or uh, whatever it is for your anyhow he just got he just got his driver's license he's got his made it through the uh, got his learner's permit and he's been you've been drive he's been driving you around all over town it's kind of nice you know you don't have to drive but at the same time <laughs> we know how uh, how how stressful it is cuz it's like stop 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 oh, oh, don't don't turn that fast oh forgot your you know we do all the things that we do that do no benefit to our son as he's trying to learn how to drive. We're screaming and hollering and, and, and gripping onto the, the, to the, to the, oh crap bar. And, and, you know, but finally he's gone through all the steps that he's needed. He's gone, taken the driving test, passed the driving test, maybe on his first time, maybe on his second time. And the Friday night comes along with his first driver's, his first official driver's license. He wants to take the car out. Well, what do you, you may kind of ham and haw and yeah, uh, eventually you kind of, you relent and you let him take it out on, on Friday night, telling him, you know, you give him a deadline, maybe 10 o'clock and tell him he needs to be back then. Well, <laughs> we all know normally our, our son may be, uh, typically a very punctual kid and he shows up a minute with a minute or two to spare and, uh. But then we have, um, he gets the car and he's out and tell him at 10 o'clock, but around 10, 15, he's not there. Well, as you go through the, you're like, oh, okay. He's first, after the first minute or two of, uh, after 10, you're like, okay, well, he's making it home, may not realize exactly how long it takes to drive from one place from downtown to, to back to the house or, you know, whatever. But as it seems like as each minute ticks by, Something else comes into play. Oh, he's, he was running late and saw a friend. Oh, his friend had problems. So he's consoling his friend. He's, and from there, it's like, uh, you get even worse and worse scenarios building up in your head. And next thing you know, uh, he had uh, a flat tire. So he's trying to get the flat tire changed. He's, um, he's, Got engine problems. He's keeps going, from, you know, and it builds and builds and builds to the point to where, you know, he's been in, been in a drag race. He's wrecked the car. He's laying dead, dying in a ditch. And, uh, you know, uh, and sad thing is 
he probably you're you're worried about you know whether or not he's got clean underwear on you know you start really adding all these adding all these different layers of what ifs onto that and that's the amygdala that reptile part of your brain sitting back there going hey it could be this 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 oh hey maybe even this maybe the aliens came by beamed them out and the car is just sitting abandoned on a country road someplace you know you don't know what what's going on and so your brain you do the lack of information your 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 brain your your amygdala is one is going into overdrive dumping cortisol into the system which builds more neurons to the amygdala cuts off the the thinking part of your brain and so all of a sudden you're still you're you're in overdrive you've got all this drama building up and if maybe it's you're the one that's got all worked up or maybe it's your wife and the other one doesn't have that same type of uh of of worry building up and uh that's i mean right there well one that's a completely that's an example of you know your your circumstances are completely neutral but um as you allow your amygdala to continue running you create worse and worse scenarios in your mind till eventually he shows up at you know 1036 and explains that he just lost track of time and you find out that you actually got yourself really worked up over absolutely nothing though i mean yeah being late is is something you want them to understand punctuality is there's there's a reason why you have have time but Another example is, say, your your wife, you're at work, and your wife texts you with just the with two words, "Call me." Well, you can choose to either just oh, okay, she wants me to call her, or a lot of times we, oh no, something's wrong, something's going on, and you start developing this. You, your brain will because it doesn't know why the context of the two words, "Call me." You don't know. Um, We've got danger. We've got uh, problems. We've got uh, um, we've got a bulldozer sitting outside of the front our, the front of our house, about ready to bulldoze it down because they've got they think we're the next door neighbors. You know, there's a whole bunch of of different uh, scenarios that uh, that can crop up just from the word "Hey, call me." And so when you call her, it's just you know it might turn out that she was actually just wanting you to uh, go grab some milk on the way home. So why do we turn to drama so much if that causes so much problems in our life and causes so much unneeded stress? Well, our brains are just wired for drama. I mean, one, it's like I said, we especially because uh, drama is a, a lack of information. We, it's our brain running on overdrive due to the fact that we don't have all the details that we need to make an actual accurate um, decision on something. Because we don't don't have all the information, our amygdala, it being the emotional part of the brain, really starts kind of cranking out all the different um, possibilities. And when your amygdala is running, your prefrontal cortex isn't uh, running near as hard, and so it yeah, it may th- be able to throw in some little details that kind of help mitigate it. But if you choose to just let the drama run, it really can uh, can create some different types of problems. My son actually <laughs> dated a, a girl that way I, uh, I called the chaos machine because she was all, it was all about chaos to her. It was, 
there was so much drama with her that anything that was going on that was um there was she was coming up with all every possible worst case scenario you could possibly think of uh, when uh when he was dating her, her uh, stepdad was uh, a drug abuser and uh, he ended up uh, dying because of a drug overdose. And as part of, you know, the standard procedure, the police go and they, in, they uh, interview all the different family members, people who were, who knew him and, and stuff like that. And she ended up getting a, you know, just a standard uh, uh, interview. And she came for the next, week or two all she could talk about was the fact that the police are investigating her they think that she's uh, they think she's she killed him and and we're like no they've just got to cover all their bases so they have to find they have to ask you and no matter what you told her no matter what you said it was always the worst oh they they think i'm i'm going to be arrested any day now because they think i i i killed him and i was like no because one he was over in a completely different town in a completely different state than where you were in. So there's no way that he's, uh, <laughs> they're going to pin anything on you. And so, but it was always like that with her. There was something would happen. She said, oh my gosh. And she would just go off to the, to the, the worst case scenario. And that was what she, to her was going to happen. And it was just always so much energy and so much stress and and everything around that that i mean we 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 really celebrated when my son finally said you know what i can't handle this this chaos anymore split with her drama does um a lot for us a lot like i said because we're wired for drama we can uh it may help us a little bit with planning for the possible worst but as as Mark Twain said, uh, I've had many terrible things happen to me, uh, but most of them uh, never happened. I've had many. I've had several terrible things in my life, but m- luckily, most of them never happened. That's why now I guess. So we worry uh, so much, and we cause all this stress and cause all this suffering because our brain wants to our wants to just let the amygdala just run and have its have its way but it drama really in all uh, at the core of it doesn't serve us in any feasible form and so that's so yeah it may it happens and yeah we we get ourselves wrapped up in it but we often choose to actually allow that to uh, to happen and because we have so much more interaction it makes us feel a little more almost like we have a little more control though in all reality if you look at it you know if you have if you allow your prefrontal cortex to actually the logic part of your brain to actually have um have a run at uh what the problems are you can actually reduce the amount of stress so it's a uh, while the the amygdala is very automatic we have to be very intentional with actually making our ourselves think through the problems a good example of this is uh, when it comes to uh to drama is next time you ha- are telling yourself a, a dramatically fill drama filled story try stopping the uh the conversation 
uh, with that you're having with yourself or ha- you're having with your friend and, and go talk about, Hey, what are, um, what's a different way I can phrase this that's in a positive or beneficial way. And you will see your, you will see and feel your brain just grinding against itself, trying to come up with a way to, to reframe that. You can be just working hard. And it's, uh, that's a great one to actually even try on your, on your friends. You have a friend who is just wanting to just tell all the, you know, all this, uh, this what's happening at work, which is, you know, we, we have a problem with rumor rails. I'll get into the rumor rails here in a second, but he's sitting there and he's cranking out one of the local company rumor rails, uh, rumor rail stories and stop him in mid, in mid sentence and go, Hey, reframe that story in a positive light and watch on their face as they struggle to do that. And it's so hard. And that's because again, we're wired for, this drama, but it's, um, but it's, it's a, it's such an inter- uh, interesting, uh, exercise that it's, it helps to, to, to try that because all of a sudden, it, it, as you, because what you're having to do is when you're trying to reframe it in a more positive, uh, angle, you're shifting your, your thought from, from the amygdala back up to, uh, to the, the logic part of your brain and it's having to come up with, you know, the, the logic for that, that story so that it's, so that it's framed in a, in a positive manner. And so the more you're able to do that, you can actually minimize the amount of, of drama in your life. But it's, it's such an interesting way of watching people sit there and just, ah, uh, you know, just work against a, the, the drama that they have built up in their life. Now, drama is causes a lot of different problems. Uh, <laughs> the big one being just undue stress. But if you're in a, in a company, when you get a rumor rail running, holy smokes, the thing cranks out and all of a sudden, because they had a, you had a slightly down month, uh, you'll start getting stories of, well, the company can't last but another two, uh, two months at this. And so, People start really coming up with all sorts of of wild and crazy stories about what's happening in the uh, in the company, um, and again, that's all because of a lack of information. Someone got a little bit of information, maybe they heard that uh, heard, overheard a, a a board meeting, and they were talking about how they were down down a bit, and this is the second month they've been down, and we can't be keeping this up. And you, they have just that little nugget. They don't have any references to what that nugget of information is about. And so what do they do? They take that information and they really start to, they share people with what their thoughts and what their uh, concerns about that are. And it's based on what they think they know. It's not, there's no actual full solid uh, details about that. So, the the thoughts can get up and get worse and worse and the rumors spread and you get a, ba- a case of telephone going. So all of a sudden it's uh, maybe a, a, maybe it was just a, uh, a department that was uh, that was down for two months in a row. And by the time it gets, so it gets across the, uh, the whole company is the company has been losing money for two years and they're closing their doors next week. 
and and it's all this, and it can be such a a wildfire that actually a lot of companies have rumor policies, and because the best way to actually handle a rumor is not to address that problem with a person on the same level as you. It's actually a better thing to go to the person up above you, go up the ch- uh, chain of command. You go up the chain of command, you they can address that issue and give you fill in the information that you need to have if it's something that you need to have because a lot of times uh, details of the uh, of the company are kind of a of a, a nunya which means nunya business so it can when you let rumors run rampant they really do a number on reducing the morale of of the company and so yeah all of a sudden it becomes almost becomes a self-fulfilling prophecy of yeah, we're going downhill. Everybody's leaving. And so you start seeing everybody leaving. You start trying to make that mean something. When in reality, it was just, you know, John left because he was going to start up his own business. And and uh, and and Ralph left with him because, well, they were good friends. And, yeah, they were probably some of the better in, uh, salesman in, in the, in the company, but that doesn't mean that the company's going, going downhill. So you can Navy, <laughs> if you were in the Navy, you, you knew, uh, when underway, we had, there was always scuttlebutt fires that you were having to try to put out, or the captain was always trying to put out. And scuttlebutts, uh, is a, just a Navy term for a rumor. It's just gossip. So it was always going around and it was always, Interesting to, for the, uh, for the captain to, to, when he was doing his, uh, kind of report and, and stuff at the end of the day that he kind of let the crew know what was going on. You would, he would say, and the scuttlebutt has been, you know, uh, has been active today and he'll start going through and putting out all the different, uh, putting to rest all the different rumors that were around. So there was always, something for him to be be putting out and that's just you get a lot of people together they're going to all talk and there's always going to be drama again there's always going to be drama that fills up so how do you minimize drama well that's it's first off you got to be aware when you're wrapped up in a dramatic story uh, a lot of times we it is easy for us to see other people wrapped up into dramatic stories because we are, have yet to be emotionally invested in to that story. So we hear all the emotional nuances of, of the person's story and we realize, well, okay, yeah, they're just, they're wrapped up in, into in a dramatic story. And, but then it's really hard for us to see when we are, uh, because it is in our mind. It becomes so real. Our, our, we have, have, um, we have really started to put, you know, two and two together and we are, or we're definitely, definitely getting a four out of that. So, but how do you, how do you actually minimize that? Well, one of the best ways is just to start asking yourself questions. Um, like how does this story benefit you? You can, now you can come up with some pretty decent, uh, Actions of self-deceit in that by asking that question, but you're at least disengaging the the reptile part of your brain and shifting it over to the prefrontal cortex. You're really taking a lot of the 
emotional ground and, and moving it, uh, getting it out of the way. You can then actually start trying to look at the story and separate the emotional lines away from the, the factual lines and kind of start weeding out things that are not quite all that important and be able to actually see what the actual, what little you actually know. And from there, you can start trying to find out, Hey, is this, you know, is this really happening? Is this really true? And you find, you find out that, Oh, okay. He, the, that bit of fa- uh, fact that you know of was sort of true. It, but now that you have a, a better light shining on that, on that, uh, that thought, you see that, Oh, okay. It's, that's how it was. Uh, that's how it, it came to be. Um, and so from there, looking at where did your, what, what is it that, um, is making this story so frightful? What, what is it? What about it is, is actually causing the fear, causing the, uh, the anxiety to, to raise. And you can go through and uh, you, again, you can start looking at using the more logical part of your mind to see that, okay, we're just creating a whole lot of suffering and a whole big to do about nothing. And there's, yeah, okay, there's this, but it's, it may not be nearly as bad as what you, what you're thinking. Okay. Yeah. He's 35 minutes late. How often has, has, has your son been on time? You know, you can start kind of really looking through details and see, Hey, this is, this is the fact. This is not a fact. And you can make your, your, your case to, to really drop the level of drama in your life. And you can start seeing and making decisions um, in a clearer light, because if there is anything wrong with drama, the biggest one being that you can't make a very solid decision. <clears throat> if, uh, say since we're in this, uh, in this COVID-19, uh, lockdown world right now, it's, you know, you're starting to allow drama into your life a whole lot because you know, you're looking at, uh, at, the idiosyncrasies that your, your spouse is having, you're going really good. Gosh, dude, that's check. This is not something that you really, you've, you're getting yourself all worked up over. And the fact that they're worrying about stuff so much and you're not, you can, you can actually help, you know, guide them out of that, out of that realm of, of, uh, of despair and anxiety, because that's all, uh, the amygdala really likes to do is tr- make you worry, make you produce anxiety, produce fear so that you're, you're staying on high alert. So you get all this, you know, you're not ever at the top of your, of your, of your, your game. And you're, and it's never good to make a decision based entirely upon emotions because, you know, emotions, yeah, they're nice to have, but they really suck when it comes to making, making, uh, uh, very informed choices because again, you're the information in the processing part of your brain is not hanging out with the, with, in the reptile department. It's hanging out in the, in the human, uh, thought process department. So, so if you can get a, a hold on the drama and you can start seeing and paying attention to, in your life where drama is happening, you can actually do a better job of making sure that you're 
you're making the decisions based on on actual information than actually making a decision that's going to turn out to be horrible in the end because you were in a excited uh, emotional state. All right. So while you're sitting around the house or if you're trying to do something and, you know, the trauma crops up, give yourself a five by five step back, take five a deep breaths, allow that emotion to simmer down a little bit before you, you, you know, you make a decision. Uh, if your wife set, has done something that, you know, hacked you off, well, don't respond to that at that moment. Give yourself a half day. Heck, if you can, give yourself 24 hours before you respond to it. It'll really allow the, the amygdala to calm down and allow your prefrontal cortex to do some actual processing on the, on the issue before you actually make a decision. And you can actually make better decisions, more informed decisions, and more confident decisions about what you and your, uh, you are doing for you and your family. All right. So anyhow, I'm going ahead and let you go. We've still got a lot of, uh, got, uh, a lot of spaces available for the, uh, for the conclave of men. If you would like to be able to join, we can help with that drama. If you're wanting to figure out how to have a calmer life, if you're wanting to be able to become a, a more thorough leader for your, for your family and for your son to get your life in order to be able to get your, your, Start realizing what your dreams are and making actual positive steps towards those dreams. I have uh, spaces available to, uh, at the Conclave of Men, which is our, our group for uh, for men who are wanting to become a better version of themselves. So I would love to have you over if you have any questions and or thoughts about, uh, about joining the Conclave. You can uh, go over to relaxmail.com. And at the top, you'll see where it says the conclave of men. You can go through and read the, uh, read the page about it. And from there, you can, if you want to join, you can join or you can go to the contact me page and leave a contact. Now, something else I'm really toying around with. And so if you are interested in this, please start, uh, start, uh, doing this. If you have a particular question that you're wanting answered, say you're wanting a, you know, how do I, uh, how do I really show up for my wife? How do I really show up for my son? How do I show my son that, uh, getting mad that, uh, the, the rumors at school are nothing to be worried about? You, ha- you know, you have different types of questions like this. Um, and you would like to have me answer them. Please go to over to, uh, the, uh, relaxmail.com forward slash contact and, uh, fill out the, uh, the form there and, you can from there just uh, ask your question and uh, submit it. And if I get enough of these responses, I'll go ahead and actually start uh, sharing these out on, on the podcast and we'll start working together through the podcast and see if we can get some, uh, some tips and clues and, and, and get some, communication with you actually going i'd love to start hearing some some more from you so all right with that i'm going ahead and let you go if you like this uh show please share it out with your with your friends and family and followers and all that on social media and if you are listening to this through the itunes podcast please click subscribe and wouldn't hurt if you were to rate and review the show if you 
uh, or on any other uh, podcast app, uh, Overcast, Undercast, uh, you know, Stitcher, whatever, you can uh, go to relaxmail.com forward slash pod chaser. And there you can actually also leave a rate and review the, the show there. So, all right, I'll go ahead and I will let you go. Thank you very much for listening and we will see you next week, guys. Till then, take care, breathe. It's, we're getting better where I think we're on the downhill slide on most of this, uh, on most of this Arona. So we'll hopefully we'll be getting back to uh, some semblance of uh, normal, if not getting back to, to normal soon. All right. Till next week. Bye.